Hello and welcome to Deprogram with Carrie Smith. Today is our first live deprogrammed on this channel. Thank you for joining us. Um, and if you are new here, this is a new channel. We have a brand new subscribe star if you want to support the show. Um, if you're not already subscribed to this YouTube channel, hit like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, Tiger came here for today for this momentous occasion. Um, I'm very excited about my guest today. His name is Adam Kregler. He's the host of The Kregler Show. And I think he should be here now. Let's see. Add to stream. Thank you. Hi, how are you? You know, I didn't realize this was your first live show for the channel. That's pretty cool. Yes, it is pretty cool. We did, um, well, we've done a live one with my friend, Mystery Chris. We do a pop culture show. So we, we did have practice doing that. Okay. that show but this is my first live interview so nice. thank you for being here today yeah, yeah. Um, pleasure seriously and i'm so happy we finally got to meet each other in person True. well we, you were we here. met actually before remember in uh, oh, new jersey right. yes yeah. but i didn't really get to talk to you much oh, then you didn't remember <laughs> no you're right it was uh you you flew in and it was just like you were there in did the show and then left so it was just to be a, fair there were a lot of people in your house <laughs> don't remind me my goodness yeah. nightmares i just got ptsd on this show my goodness what are you doing to me? <laughs> i like your new place i don't Thank people you. people can't see it but adam has an american flag back there it makes it look like yeah. very presidential it's true it's true yeah. so <laughs> Thank you for joining me what i usually like to talk about on deprogrammed is uh for people who don't know I, I came out of the social justice ideology after being in it for about 20 years, uh, which is quite a long time to be in a cult. Yes, and <laughs> I started doing these conversations with people, just trying to better understand what my old ideology really is versus what it says it is. And so I've been able, been blessed to talk to lots of different people about, um, about social justice and how it's different from liberalism. And you're very interesting to me. Because the broad stroke, I know your story in broad strokes, mm -hmm. and maybe you can tell us a little bit about it, but you were someone who was on the left as well, correct? I don't know if that's necessarily correct. You know, I, I've done a lot of analyzing as far as uh, my red pill journey, I guess, you know, is the, the way to put it. And it wasn't necessarily that I was on the left. It's that I didn't align with anything and I didn't, I didn't pay attention. You know, I kind of just went along um, the flow of things because I was not political at all. Uh, I voted for Obama in 2008 uh, because I thought, you know, things were looking up, you know, like we're like it was an amazing time to be alive. Like we we voted in our, our first African-American president. And uh, I, I don't even know if he's African-American, but, you know, our, our first black president. And it was like it was cool. But then now I'm looking back, I'm like, I have no other reason I voted for him. Right. I, I didn't know his policies. I didn't know. I didn't pay attention to policies at all. I didn't pay attention to to laws at all. Um, you know, like now that I'm looking back, it's like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, like all these horrible acts that were in place that are basically taking our freedoms away. I'm realizing that I wasn't, I just wasn't paying attention um, to anything. So it's not that I've been, I was deprogrammed from a certain, you know, I wasn't SJW. I wasn't like out there fighting for people's rights. I was just doing me. I was just kind of focused on my own life. Um, 
So do you, I, yeah, I don't know. Do you get the sense that most people are like that rather than like I was? Cause I was that person out there yes. fighting for social justice. Do you think most people who are voting that way are just, it's sort of a vibe. Like Obama was a vibe, right? Like this feels good. He looks good. I'm with the right yeah. people. Well, as Biden says, he's the first, uh, you know, articulate African-American ever. Um, according to Biden, anyway. Um, <laughs> I forgot he said that. It's so insulting. <laughs> so bad. Um, I I don't necessarily think that that's why people are voting. I think people are too busy with their own lives. You know, they're busy with medical bills and paying rent and paying their mortgages or, you know, uh, supporting their family members or, you know, to worry about bills and um, what the government is doing, you know, the people over in Washington, D.C., they could be anywhere in the country. And, you know, their pe- life is is a pain in the butt sometimes, you know, you, you got to work hard. And a lot of people do work hard and they spend their time um, working. And when they're not working, they're like, I don't want to deal with politics. I don't want to, like, look up uh, what's happening in or. And then, of course, the media shoves you um, in a certain direction, whatever show you watch. Um so I feel I, I just feel like most people don't really know what's going on. There's a lot of people that are still not on the Internet, you know, or yeah. in the Internet like we are, you know, um, I, you know, I'm constantly reading and keeping myself updated into uh, what's happening on this planet because I, I can't not now, you know, especially because, yeah. you know, I do a daily show where I'm talking about all this stuff. Um, but even if I were to stop doing my show, I couldn't stop myself from wanting to know what's happening. Yeah. You know, I can't turn that off. So tell me what that was like, because you, so you're also a musician, you were a model, yep. you were kind of, I get the impression ran in sort of creative communities, uh, yeah. artistic communities. And what was that like to start investigating and looking into what do I really think? Like, how did that happen for you? Well, I mean, it started in 2020. Uh, Tim Poole brought me on to do the Timcast IRL show. I was a co-host on there for um, I, half a year. Uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun. But Tim, uh, he's one of those that pays attention all the time. He can't. He's always reading the news. Uh, we were roommates many years uh, prior, actually, to 2020. I think it was 2016. Uh, we lived in a, a house in Miami and he's always been the same, just always needing to pay attention. And he's been doing YouTube for 10 years. So he's sitting across from him uh, being that person who was kind of clueless. I, I you know, I, I didn't know anything about politics. I didn't know any governors. I didn't nothing. You know, I, I was clueless. And I think he brought me on to actually be that person who was like, you know, he gets to explain things to me. Um, but me being who I am, having conversations with someone like Tim, I, I really wanted to be informed myself. I'm like, look, if I'm going to be having these conversations about stuff and feel like a co-host, I got to know what I'm talking about. So as soon as the show ended, I mean, the show was about two hours every day. Um, so I would spend my days reading what was going on and getting my, uh, and I started developing my own opinion on things. And, um, you know, him and I differed about a lot of things. Um, or, uh, he, 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 you know, he, I don't fault him for it either because he is trying to be more of an unbiased view of things, which, 
between you and I, I and anyone, no one's unbiased. Everyone has a bias. It's just impossible not to have a bias. Um, you know, he's known as a fence sitter, a milk toast fence sitter, because he he tries to like ride the line. And I kind of took a firm stance on my on everything, and I got a lot of heat for it. You know, so you mean on politics? You yeah. Is that Definitely. because you, because I know you started wearing a MAGA hat. That was Tim's idea, <laughs> by the way. Okay. Um, he's the one who kind of like, people are like, oh yeah, Adam got too MAGA for the show. And I'm like, Tim, like, I think he liked it because it started bringing in more of the conservative uh, crowd to the show. Uh, so he kind of egged it on. I, I, but I you became it. I liked it and I did vote for Trump and I was proud to vote for Trump. I think we would have been in a completely different situation if uh, Trump was the president. Um, but those artistic circles that I was in, a lot of people, I got a lot of heat from speaking up. I, I did a Facebook post and man, what was it? June 2020. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to vote for Trump. I, I'm finding out he's a pretty good president. And I was called all the names in the books you know i got uh, you're a you know racist this and that you the only thing missing now is a white pointy hood and i'm like how how did my morals change you know i'm still the same person you know i grew up in uh outside philadelphia and and my high school was all sorts of different colors you know and i i didn't i wasn't raised in a time where you focused on color it wasn't yeah um part of the conversation and it didn't need to be that's the important part it, it it didn't need to be because people weren't using it to be a victim to get ahead um they just got ahead because they worked hard and if you were cool to me i was cool back to you and i treated you as a friend and it didn't matter what your skin color was and a lot of those i actually had one of my friends from that same high school reach out to me he's like you know what i gotta unfriend you uh, because of this whole Trump thing, it's, it's, um, Sorry. that's okay. Um, you know, it was, I was like, that sucks. You know, like you, you know me, man, like we're cool. Like I, you know, I'm not a racist. Like we're friends. Like how do you, just because I'm voting for Trump. I mean, even all the stuff that they would bring up to of like, well, how could you vote for him because of this? I'm like, well, that's not true. Here's the real mm. information. Well, what about this? All right. Well, that's also not true here. Here's his actual speech. Go listen to it. Um, and he actually came back to me a year later and said, look, I, I want to apologize uh, wow. because I have another buddy of mine. Um, so I, obviously I'm white. He he's not. Um, and his other buddy also isn't. And and I guess it took his other friend who isn't who's also black who said, yeah, I like Trump too. And he's like, how, wait, what you, you know, like, <laughs> but we're supposed to be Democrats. You know? like, how, how is it's, this? It's so know. limiting, isn't it? It's uh, it I is. think, do you yeah. think it's sometimes that it takes an actual confrontation of a deeply held belief like that, a visual confrontation for someone, for it to jar them and for them to realize they have this, that they even have this belief. For example, your friend who's walking around thinking, well, all black people vote Democrat. Right. And it takes actually seeing a black friend who's not voting Democrat, I think, sometimes for people to, oh, wait, what's happening here? Wait, what? You, yeah. But are you a white supremacist now? <laughs> wait, I don't understand because you're not 
white. Uh, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that question. You know, what what breaks people's um, bubbles, right? They, they have such a self-defense mechanism that triggers that they can't see basic information anymore, you know? And I I constantly am asking myself this question because the race, con the race conversation, I'm so sick of it, right? Yeah. It, and it's so ever-present and I have to keep talking about it because I want to keep reminding myself and keep telling people like this is not normal like people are mm -hmm. pressing this conversation but in pressing it they're creating this divide they're 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 basically advocating for segregation under the guise of it's virtuous right oh, yeah. it's social justice and you know we we need it because of equity um even though it's a detriment. They're creating victims. They're creating a welfare state where you need to be uh, catered to, which in the in the long run is just bad for everyone. Right. It, it makes you dependent. Yeah, I, it's it. Yeah, definitely. I think sometimes they get caught up in and I definitely get caught up in the why. Mm. And so. And then you yeah. sort of ignore and you skim over the how. And so the why. The why for social justice is we're doing it to end racism. We're doing it to end oppression. And, but if you look at the how, it's like what the how is racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So, yes, it is. I think that they do a good job of getting people to focus on just the why and not mm -hmm. think so much about how they're how they're challenging racism is through being racist. It's like, that doesn't yeah. even make any sense, but you don't look there. Look yep. at what our, our, our good intent is, right? They yep, sell it exactly. all based on intent. True. Yep. An outcome. So, an outcome. Equ equity of, or is it a quality of outcome or equity? A quality of outcome. of outcome. Yeah. Quality of outcome. It's like, that's not, that it, it's not possible because we're all different. Humans are so uh, unique and different from each other you know we've got lazy there's lazy humans always and that's yeah. not a race thing it has nothing to do with race there's always going to be lazy humans that don't want to work that just want to go live in a gutter and hey, hey all right fine i can't force you to want to work hard for your life and earn like a living wage but there are people out there that want to work way harder than me and more power to them right and they're going to be more successful than i am there's and, also and okay. preference differences. So True. if you if you look at, for example, they um, when it comes to the sexism part of the social justice conversation, they always want to focus on the differences in outcome. And hey, there's not a 50% of women in STEM. That must be sexism. Only sexism. And there may be some there. I personally no longer think there is. But but yeah. even if there were, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't account for that vast difference that you see in preference that women are not choosing to go into. Did you ever see that comic, Adam? That's like it's so stupid. It's uh, I, go ahead. I just I want to just add that what we see right now on the internet are women just showing their ass on olding fans, being influencers, dancing around, and they're there's but at the same time complaining there's not enough uh, women in, yeah. in the STEM field, like. Really? Like, well, what are these women doing on the internet? I mean, they're it's sucking on microphones for for money on Twitch, and they're making 
hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Why would they even need to go into STEM? They could sit in their bedrooms and just like whisper into microphones and they're making money. Like there is, and, and you know what? More power to them. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't even care. I, I am definitely judging the people that are giving them money though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they, it reminds me of this comic. It's a, Oh, I, I wish I had it put on the screen, but the, I'm just going to describe it, especially okay. for people who are just listening. It's a college fair and there's mm-hmm. two booths and one, one says STEM and the other says women's studies. And there's a long line of women in the women's studies booth signing up for mm-hmm. women's studies. Yep. And then in the next panel, you see the same two booths and all the women are now picketing the STEM booth. <laughs> now the- <laughs> women in STEM. And it's like, you could have signed up. that's pretty good yeah that's that's kind of what i see with that conversation so let me back up a little bit so you were you were not affiliated really you you voted democrat but you weren't really heavily invested one one time once that's the only time i voted you know wow okay i I was in my mid-20s so like i had the opportunity to vote uh before then but i didn't and i didn't i hadn't voted since actually um, now I'm going to vote every single time. I, every single time I vote, uh, I, when I have the chance to vote, I'm going to be voting for sure. Do you consider yourself a Republican or conservative? Or if somebody asks you to put a label on yourself, do you put one on? Or... Yeah, American. American. I'm, American. I'm a proud American. I love America. I want. I think America is sh- is is showing the world what freedom really is, or at least it has shown it. Um, I think that it is um, an embarrassment right now because of the the optics of what this woke world that we are living in is showing. You know, like we, man, there's so many different options. Like we've got the first female general with that has a penis. You know what I mean? Like, how is that a female? Like, if I was a woman, I'd be offended. I'd be pissed. Like I'm not a woman, but like this whole trans movement thing, it's like, you know, deleting women's sports, deleting women's accomplishments by just saying a man could be a woman. I mean, this is a whole other conversation, but you know, the problem with life is it's multifaceted. There's all sorts of different issues that are all compounding into where we are now. We can't just be like, here's the answer. It's this, this is the problem right here. There's so many different things that we have to fix. Um, you know, the influencers, what are, what our kids want to do when they grow up, who's influencing our children. Um, you know, all of this is part of the issues, you know, families, single parent homes. Um, and Hey, if you're a single parent props, my, my dad, uh, I, I, I was raised in a single parent home. I mean, I did have, um, uh, two parents most of the time uh but my dad raised did a great job of raising me and uh you know he worked his ass off to to give me the life i have and uh but that's still there's still a lot of people that are trying to do both parents and it tends to be the and it the problem as i see it there is that it's it's mm. not that it's not that it, you can't have a, a great childhood in a, a single parent home. It's not that you sure. can't succeed and the, your sure. parent can't succeed. It's Correct. just that they're trying to culturally now show it as a norm, like True. this is fine, and yeah. encourage instead of saying this is not ideal. It's a struggle. It's an extra struggle that you'll have to take on. It's sort of presented as this 
well, you could be married or you could be a single parent or you could, and it's all equally um, easy or it's all I, equally, it, none of those are better than the other in terms yeah. of an ideal. I think what we're missing is the, the classic balance between like a, a male influence in your life and a female influence in your life. You know, females tend to be more caring and um, motherly. I, to, I'm sure I'm pissing off some some people but that's okay you know i this is my opinion on things right it, and then a man is a, it tends to be more stern and um strict with their uh rules and not to say that you know not to say that either person can't take that position on but in a traditional uh mother father you have that balance where it, you know there's a give and take between both styles of uh, the mother versus the father you know right. i love ancient egyptians right they were all about the balance between the masculine and the feminine and i, I like that a lot because you need the balance you need to have nurturing from the mother and then you know re the father to remind you that hey actually life is going to smack you like this um you no one else is going to treat you like your mother does and it feels like we have this whole generation who's just he's just out there like well why isn't the world loving me like my mother does you know yes. it's like because that's not the way the world works no one cares about you like your mother does and that will never change no yeah. one is ever going to treat you like that and when you you know they say snowplow parenting but it's it's it isn't two parents that's really creating that issue it's it's a single parent that's trying to protect their kids there's a lot of single mothers out there and Hey, if you're a single mother doing your job out there, great. But I think it is really important that we have a balance. And I think a lot of the problems today are stemming from single parent, like single mothers raising up like feminine children. I mean, it's, it's a thing. I mean, this is just my opinion. I, you know, might piss people off, but no, I just, I, I think that's part of the issue and a big part of it. So I'm, I People who watch this channel probably know this. I've mentioned it before, but one of the most interesting and sad groups I'm in on Facebook, I'm in a group for transgender parents of transgender kids just to see what they're talking about. And it's very much an orthodoxy. You, anyone who comes into the group who's not completely validating and willing to move ahead with gender reassignment, uh, you know, therapy, they call like, well, the hormone blockers and stuff. Anyone who's not completely willing to do that is sort of shunned from the group. So you have to have just one response only to your child saying this. But what I've noticed, I was in that group just reading through some of the stuff yesterday. It's a lot of single moms not and they're not surprising. And they're also, they're also complaining in the group sometimes. And that's when you see the most comments because it resonates with all of them. They'll sometimes complain about how, I feel like nothing I do is right. I've been completely validating my female, my female daughter, who's now a boy. So they'll say he, my, my son, he, no matter what I do, he skips his doctor's appointments. If I, if I challenge him on anything, he says, I'm not protecting his mental health. He doesn't um, do any chores. He doesn't obey me. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I've done nothing but validate. And he's starting testosterone. There's and There's no men in their lives. <laughs> they need a, a dad figure to be like, this is ridiculous. You need to validate you. I don't need to, no one else can validate you except you. 
you know, they're, they're now seek like, I need to validate my children. No, you don't. Well, I mean, technically that's, they get that from their parents, right? I mean, if you. It's an over-validation. Okay. Good point. Yeah. yeah, That's really. It's like nothing you can do is wrong. And I'm Mm going to let you, I'm going to roll out myself like a doormat for you. Yeah. And then guess what? They're going to treat you like a doormat. Yeah. That's what it seems to be the case. That's it's not surprising a, at all. What a I, strange know, phenomenon. Well, so did you try to, so when you started investigating things, you were on Tim cast, you were figuring out what you actually thought about things and, and coming to your own opinions. Yeah. You said you posted something about how you were going to vote for Trump. Did you, were you, have you ever consciously tried to um, deprogram or wake up a friend on the left and what for in your experience does that work? Does it not work? <laughs> I I never made an effort to change anyone. I don't like that. Um I, I just like to talk about myself. I had one person, not not the friend I mentioned earlier, which he actually re- recently hit me up and um, you know, we're still friends, which is awesome. Um I had a friend of mine who he's a good buddy of mine, hit me up. He called me, he was like, Hey man. I saw your post. I saw you're getting a lot of heat. I just want to like, I want to ask you and talk to you about it um, because I want to hear, I want to hear it from you, you know, cause I know you, I know you're a good guy. Um, and it, you know, it was really cool. I was like, Oh, thank you. Like, this is, this is nice. Right. When you, you have a friend, somebody who wants to talk. Yeah. I want to hear your side of things. Like, why are you going to vote for Trump? Like, and we had, like a three hour conversation about everything he heard about Trump and, you know, the policies that I really liked about Trump and the things that I, the reason why I came around to thinking that I'm going to vote for Trump this year or in 2020, which I did. Um, And he called me about a week later and he said, I want to thank you for that conversation. I don't, I didn't ask him if he's voting for Trump or anything because whatever, it's none of my business. Um, He didn't tell me that he's suddenly had a change of heart but he all the different points of like why trump was bad in his mind you know i because i you know i've done i did a deep dive on trump you know i I know a lot about trump's life and a lot of the things that he's done and the hypocrisy or not the hypocrisy but like the the double face of what the media tells you and then what is reality uh most of the stuff about trump is all bs and he's like, it turns out you're right. Wow. I like I went and looked it up and all these different things. He went and watched the Charlottesville speech and, well, you know, him and I are, had our own like locker talk about, you know, wanting to sleep with uh, <laughs> hot, like hot women, you know, like not necessarily like grab them, but, you know, just like guys talk like that. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, guess what, women? Guys talk about that. Guess what? We we like sex. It's a thing. Are you surprised? Like, is that really something that you're surprised about? Learning that guys like to talk about sex and are vulgar creatures? Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> Newsflash. We're not women. There's a big, huge difference between the two of us. Um, you know, and that, there was a couple other things that. Um, uh, but it's cool. Like, just me reaching these things and being open about it and saying, hey, world, I'm going to vote for Trump. I don't think he's a bad guy. I, there was like a seed planted that. With one, at least one person. Well, with two, two actually. Two. Because my other friend came back and was like, hey, 
because I know I cut you off and I feel bad because I now I have another friend of mine who's even closer to me who looks like me like that really makes a difference in a lot of these people's minds um, as far as who they are mentally. Uh, uh, and wow, I guess uh, maybe I was wrong um, and uh, just wanted to say sorry. So who knows, right? I'll tell you what, though. Um, those are who I personally know. Now, I've got lots of fan mail over the past couple years, and a lot of people have told me that, thank you. Um, I followed your entire journey and watched your deep dive, watched you talk about the policies of Trump, and I'm voted for Trump. And I, you know, I'm, I've had TDS, and I, I, I know for a fact that I personally have, um, I don't, I don't want to say like created Republicans or like Trump voters, but it really did feel like I kind of forced people to wake up, right? To open their eyes. At least challenge their views. Yes, exactly. So that, that feels good. Yeah. In, in your experience, what is the, cause we get, I I get a lot of mail about um, mine tends to be very specifically focused on social justice, that part of the left. And it's like, You know, I have a friend or family member who has become super woke in the past couple of years. After it went mainstream, I saw a lot of people get like further into it. People who had, it, it's funny, your evolution, Adam, was that you were kind of just coasting and not thinking about it a lot. And, yeah. but, and then you, you woke up, started to wake up or figure out what you thought about things and you went in one direction. Yeah, that happened for for me. That happened for some of the people I knew. But then there were these other people who were kind of, I would say, not politically engaged. But then when this acceleration point happened after George Floyd, when social justice became mainstream, and suddenly you've got corporations like McDonald's are tweeting social justice stuff, and politicians are speaking it, and it's everywhere. I saw another group of people get really woke, and so I sometimes get questions from people who are like this is my kid has started speaking this stuff or my spouse or my friend or family Mm. member. How do I reach them? Do you have advice for people like that? Do you ever get questions like that? And and how would you answer that question? Um, I mean, not, not specifically, you know, about social justice. I mean, I, I have, uh, talked about it on my show, uh, many times, uh, throughout the years. Um, you know, when, when people, usually the answers or the question is about politics, but I think the answer is pretty much the same, right? Um, you, you have, you can't change someone, right? They have to change themselves. They have, they have to make the decision, uh, and the realization themselves. Um, so, you know, when you're, when you're trying to like, I, I need to like inform you. It doesn't work ever. Yeah. It never works. Um, so you really just have to be accommodating, but also firm in your own ways. Right. I'm not going to change my position for you um, just because you're mad at me or because I'm not adhering to what you believe. Um, but here's the reasons why. Here's my facts. I'm not going to get mad at you either. And that's key. You know, as soon as you get mad, they're focusing on the anger and then they're like, Oh, well I'm justified because see, you're just one of another person that uh, they tell me about. Um, But when you're calm and you have your facts in order, that's really what's important because uh, logic, when you, when you 
chip at someone with logic, it, it, it eventually breaks through, I think, right? I, or at least I'd like to believe uh, not everyone, not, not doesn't work every time, but, um, you know, maintaining being a friend, right? Cutting them off is, you know, it's not going to do anything. But if you really want to help someone or be their friend and, and be firm and in your ways and, and know your facts so that when you say, well, what about this? Well, you know, here's here's the truth of it, or at least this is what I've seen, right? And have a conversation uh, when it arises. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, I think being their friend. Right? Yeah. With those two people you mentioned. So mm -hmm. you were friends with them. Yeah. I think I think having a personal relationship with someone is the best because sometimes also I think people think, oh, well, I need to you know, maybe I need to have a big platform and talk to a lot of people and you can do that. But yeah. I think sometimes it's those people in your personal life who already know you as a friend Yeah. because then they're willing, uh, just like your friend who you said was black and then another black friend was also voting for Trump and it opened his mind that mm -hmm. if, if it's somebody they know and already like, then you might, if it's, if it's someone who's open-minded, you might have more of a chance with them right. listening or at least not rejecting you. And so that's interesting to me, but you also were getting fan mail. So those are probably people though, who are watching you on Timcast because their mind is already a little opened and they're looking for answers. That's what yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Well, and, and my show too, because yeah. I haven't been on Timcast in almost, um, almost two years. Oh, uh, wow. So it's, I yeah, have it's a bad concept of time, Adam. You should know this. Well, actually, <laughs> well, no, no, that, that it, I think we started the Timcast IRL show two years ago. February it's no it's March today is is it tomorrow is March 1st Still yeah February. yeah so, yeah it was it was mid-February 2020 two years ago is when we started Timcast IRL so and it was August 2020 so um you know I've been on in the YouTube world for about two years now and well, um you know I had my own PO box I did my own show and people were and, and people follow me and I think they like my positive attitude and my, uh, I don't know. I think that's really it. You're uh, very relatable. Yeah, maybe. That also. Yeah. I think also people are more willing to listen when you're someone that they feel like, even if they don't know you, but they feel like they kind of do, or they could be friends with you. Even yeah. if they come in primed to hate what you're saying because they're from a different belief system or whatever. Right. It's hard to do that when, if they can't, if they can't make themselves hate you it's almost an emotional response yeah. and you're very you have a very likable personality thank you, so. thank you. <laughs> plus you're a model what kind of model were you um classic i guess i don't know i did uh abercrombie i don't know calvin klein chanel i did uh just let's see american eagle i did that campaign three times um just you know classic you walk i uh, did converse campaign uh just i don't know like what a print model yeah. i guess would be so the, not a hand model that's the only i, I, did, I could assign I, I did runway <laughs> a couple times uh i don't like runway it did, didn't pay it was do are people in that world I, I don't know anything about the modeling world or the runway yeah. world did fashion world are they also similarly becoming very woke do you know is it because that seems no, like a lot I've of communities. I've explained this to a lot of people throughout the years because 
I can't tell you how many Zoolander quotes I've heard. And like, I, I don't like stereotypes. Stereotypes annoy me because it's just putting people in groups, right? I mean, just because you're black doesn't mean you vote Democrat. Everyone votes Democrat, right? It's the same kind of thing. It's like, it's so stupid. Just, oh, all models are this and that. Like, no, this is how I describe modeling is, uh, did you go to high school? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so in high school, there were the goths, the jocks, the nerds, right. the all different types of people, um, you know, hundreds of kids in one school. And you have all different types of personalities, all different types of groups. That's the same with modeling. There was nerds. There were got their jocks, guys that were brolic and whatever and loved working out. But then, you know, there were nerds, musicians. Anyone oh, all these model. different groups within modeling, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean... It, modeling is about the look you know it's like if you got the look um some people liked modeling more than others like i didn't i i like to travel a lot and because of modeling i was able to live in europe in my early 20s um yeah. i had my own apartment in france in in paris and it was beautiful like i i lived a, a amazing uh I, like i loved it you know I, I was traveling around i went to alaska uh, you know, I've I've been to really amazing places because of modeling, and that's what I liked. Um, and then, of course, you know, I, I I got paid to do it, so it was like a the best of both worlds. I got paid to go to these like cool places, um, but do you think... I didn't like uh, selling products that I didn't believe in. That's one thing that I was like, eh, I don't think the world needs more crap. <laughs> <laughs> Buy my crap. Yeah. Uh, have you? Do you think living abroad impacted you at all in terms of making you more open-minded to question? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think when I went to South Africa, I, I went to South Africa for um, the Chanel campaign, and this was about seven years ago. And I, I always knew how lucky I was to have running water and like a roof over my head and... Um, food at the store and like you know it was like common to me right and it's common to a lot of us in the in the western nations um but i went to south africa and i went to cape town which is very westernized in a sense right it's it's exactly what you would think you know it's nice hotel grocery stores there's a bunch of bars where people like you know it's like a party spot and but i i went where we shot was about an hour and a half outside so we had you know we had to drive for quite some time to this like cliff to do because i was actually hired as a skateboarder to skateboard down this mountain which was really amazing but we drove i had a driver and he would he was driving me around he like took me out one weekend and and we went to like the most the cape horn i think is the south south southernmost western spot and through these different like long distance travels, we, we would pass through these like tiny towns and I would see people carrying buckets of water. So like just outside of like this really westernized Cape Town city, you know, not even an hour away, there's still towns that like had to go like walk to get water, to cook, to shower, to clean their clothes and dishes and um you know, and I'm like, man, this this is crazy. This is still happening, like right outside of you know this this place. And then you you realize that's like, that's even still good, right? They they have a well, 
in the middle of their little town that they live in. You know, there's some places that don't even have that. I mean, and who knows? They, they're probably happier, right? Than a lot of people in the West. It's, it's interesting. I've lived in, it's completely different. I'm sure I've never been to South Africa, but I lived in Tanzania and East Africa for a year okay. in college. And there was a more Western developed area like in Dar es Salaam, but a lot of the other towns or villages I was in, they were completely remote. Like one of the villages I lived in for a while, you, you had to walk two hours just to get there. There's no road. Wow. wow. And when There's you no see, road. yeah, that oh, was wow. just people walking and, I living in a place like that, I think that's why I asked you that question is I kind of think a lot of the people who find so much to be outraged about in terms of their identity and all the social justice stuff that's crept into their, their personality, mm -hmm. I don't think they have anything to compare it to. And Good so if true. you're, yeah. And they're, and they'll, if you're talking about, you know, it's, it's oppression when you misgender me, I'm like, Dude, you have nothing to put that. You have no concept of what that means, oppression. I have, or I have a quote. You'll like it. Yeah. It's people who complain about microaggressions have never had to deal with macro dangers. That is a great quote. <laughs> That's true. I almost That's feel it like it's they have no idea. They just need to maybe get out more, have some more perspective about yep. the things they're talking about. It's yeah. it's amazing to me. And not, yeah. I mean, and be lucky that they don't find out by having it all be taken away. Yeah. And have, and then ha suddenly have none of it. Right. Like, oh, cool. You worried about gender? Well, why don't you maybe worry about having crops that will last you for the winter and then give you enough seeds to like grow? We haven't had to do that in a couple hundred years. Like, humanity is spoiled right now. Um, and especially in America, like, we are so, <laughs> so, not only do we have snowplow parenting, right? This whole, uh, the parents are sheltering their children, but like the government is also doing that. And, and not just the government society as a whole, like we have everything taken, it, it, everything's taken care of, right? We don't have to worry about, um, our houses. They're all already built for us. We don't, we don't have to learn how to fix anything because it's fixed for us. We don't have to grow anything because it's grown for us. So what are we, what is our purpose? Right. We, we took purpose away and mm. now people are like, I need a purpose. Yes. Need a purpose. Well, what is it? I don't know. And they're like, oh, I got you. Social justice. Yeah. Gender. What is that doing, though? Like what what is the end goal for everyone to be like, I'm OK with this? Well, guess what? No one will ever be always 100 percent on board with anyone else. And that is with every different possible conversation about anything. Not no, maybe we all need to breathe. I think we can all agree with that, right? I mean, there's probably some people that are like, well, I, I would prefer that person not breathe anymore. I mean, you know, but we all have to breathe to survive. Can we or to live? Is that maybe we can mm -hmm. agree with that? Um, not everyone is always going to be okay with everything else, and they can't accept that. They they need to learn how to accept that too. You know, there's this utopia world that they think exists or, or can exist that they're fighting for. Like what exactly are they fighting for? Right. To have like this muted gray world where everyone's exactly the same um, because we all think the same and we all, you know what I mean? Like that is we that all 
right? Is yeah. that what they're fighting for? Or like, it's an I, automaton future. Yeah. It's like uh, we all censor ourselves horrible. in the same ways. Everyone's afraid to say one of the biggest things about leaving the the social justice left that I was in is that once I got out of it, which was a scary thing to leave it, yeah. but it it's so worth it just for the freedom alone. True. Because I, I didn't even realize, I think a lot of people who are in it, they don't even realize they're doing this consciously until they stop doing it, but they're running everything they say through this filter. Hmm. So even stuff online, it's like, you don't want to say the wrong trigger words. You don't want to say whatever phrase is now off limits. And they're constantly yep. updating new ways of saying things. Don't, you know, racism is now defined this way. Don't use it the other way. Spirit animals now offensive. Don't say that, you know? And, and so everything that people Wait, is are, that a thing? Oh yeah, spirit animal. They say it's a uh, it's cultural appropriation of a Native Wait. American phrase. Oh, oh, you were serious? Oh yeah, I've seen people on the social justice left pile on each other, and they're all in the same cult wow. that I was in. But the one person will, if you accidentally use the wrong phrase, your mm -hmm. social justice friends. I use that in quotes because they're really they're not friends. They're like allies, but they'll jump on you and call you into check. You use spirit animal. That's appropriating from Native American culture. It's racist. And then you have to issue the apologies. I'm so sorry I used that phrase. But there's always new words like that that yep. they'll say these are off limits. And so it's it's really kind of to have that internal censor is sort of, I think that's why a lot of the people I know who are still in it have sort of this background anxiety level all the time. Yeah. You know, I like you're that. sort of like just a little afraid of just being ousted by the people who are supposedly your friends. If you, if you trip over something, that's um, what a way to live. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and it's different from having like, you know, I, I have a swear filter, you know, I, I taught skateboarding for a lot. I ran a skate school and I would teach a lot of kids and I, I, I kid you not. I have over 40 cousins on my dad's side alone. He's got eight brothers, three sisters. I got a huge family. Um, so I've been around kids my whole life, you know, and I, I, I have this, like, I, I just instantly turn on the filter. I mean, I, I like, to, I swear a lot, you know, when I'm like talking with my friends, um, but I turn that filter on when I'm on, on stream also. Yeah. There's a difference between that kind of a filter and a SJW filter, you know, because, and, and I also... I do censor myself a little bit on YouTube because of terms of service and like, you're not allowed to talk about this. And I don't know if you heard, I, I haven't been streaming for two weeks because I got a strike. I mean, we were on, you are here the other week. They are after you right they now, are, man. I dude, it is so ridiculous because I didn't even break the terms of service. I, they said that it was about one thing. I didn't even talk about that one thing. Um, and that happened two times in a row and it was for shows that happened months prior. It wasn't yeah. like that just happened. Someone was sifting through my stuff and looking for ways to almost keep me in check or something. Um, because it like I, you see me like I'm not, I, I want to have conversations with people. I'm not an ex extremist, even though Washington post wrote an article calling me and my show an extremists. Like I, I uh, didn't know that. Wow. Or something. I don't remember. <laughs> They said, but it's like it's insane like i i'm not an extremist in any sense i don't like violence i want everyone to get along i want to help figure out what the problems are and i think a lot of the issues lie in we the society took away humans purpose and people are creating purposes 
for themselves. And because of the internet, people are able to uh, find each other and find their purposes that shouldn't have been their purpose, but they're adopting it because it works. And they're being told, this is good. You're fighting for something uh, yeah. that's great, which in it itself is good. Like people want to do good, right? A lot they of these have people, purpose. they want to do something good for, for, with their lives too. You know, they, they, there's a lot of these people that really feel like they're helping others, right? Social justice, um, it wouldn't work if it didn't have that, right? If it, mm -hmm. it if it wouldn't, people, it wouldn't, they wouldn't flock to it if they didn't think that it was actually for good, right? Um, so without that, it, it, when you strip that away and reveal that, you know, it's like, it's actually racist, that like the how versus the um, what, right? Like, well, how do we yeah. do it? Well, it's it's actually pretty racist how we how we implement this so bear gotta, with me here the way yeah based on their skin color so but that's okay because it's all for equality like but it's racist right i mean yeah it's like when you say it like that it makes i just have to laugh at it because that's exactly what it is it's like yeah. hey guys we're gonna end racism everybody's on board yeah okay now bear with me <laughs> the way we're gonna do it is by treating people differently on the basis of race yeah oh yeah, <laughs> cool. And it's, and it's insulting too because they're like, "All right, and all right, all of you black people, well, you need help." Yeah, it's so right. What? Like, so right. Why? What? Why do they need help more than anyone else? What you are you saying? Are you saying they are less than or something? That's pretty racist. Like, how do these people not understand that? Like, I I look at it, and I'm like, wow, you know, Oxford, they actually did that in the midst of the George Floyd said. Hey, uh, to all our black students, you don't have to work as hard. You don't have you can do 70 percent of the work required to pass. Everyone else has to do 100 percent of the work. What? Yeah. It's, so it's you don't so think future employers are going to be like, oh, you went to Oxford and, and you were in that class. So you did you didn't do as much work. Uh, skip. And it's not because of your color. It's because you didn't do as much work as everyone else. And that's why would they they want someone who's going to do 100 percent of the work and prove that they can do 100 percent of the work it's it has nothing to do with race it's oxford that was racist that's some race shit right there they do the same thing with any any black person who doesn't speak social justice mm -hmm. it's sort of they strip them of all of their agency and say well they're a tool for white supremacy they're <laughs> yeah. they're a tool these can't authentically be their opinions right they're being used it's like wow like that but yeah i don't think they hear it it, it they don't hear it no like, yeah they're blinded by the thought that they're doing it for good yes yes this is for good i have to do this it sort of short short circuits your thinking process mm -hmm. they, they do a great job of keeping people from thinking i think part of that is is with all these Yep. Structures they create over over what words you can use because if you restrict people's language and they're spending so much of their brain processing time thinking of what things are off limits, it it sort yeah. of limits your thinking as well. It keeps you from going over here or over there because well, you can't you even it, entertain that. You you said something too. It it creates a fear that they don't want to like be outside of the circle. Right. Yeah. I, I need to stay in the circle. So not only am I thinking like, what kind of words can I use? I am desperately fearful of being booted out of this circle of good. 
yeah. a virtue, the circle of virtue that I'm in. Um, so it keeps people fearful so that when you say, all right, um, next up class, this is everyone's like, oh, I need to know. I need to pay attention and, and learn how to stay good. Stay yes. virtuous. Um, and so they're they're constantly um, falling in line, really. Right. Scary. Do you, do you think I really like that you keep bringing it back to meaning and purpose? Because I agree 100 percent that that's the appeal of social justice to to that's a lot the, of the, the to a lot of, of the what yeah. is life without purpose right yeah. so do you believe well that's the appeal for the people who are well intentioned there's also a lot of people in it like any belief system who i think are just con artists who see an opportunity to use a belief system to gain power <coughs> fame, black lives matter <coughs> excuse me yeah. money it's something in my throat <laughs> black lives matter mansions <laughs> <laughs> multiple mansions um but the ones who are well-intentioned like the foot soldiers like yeah. i was one of these foot soldiers and i think it does absolutely looking back on it it gave me this sense of purpose and morality yeah. and one of the things you and i sort of touched on when we were on your here that i would love to talk with you more about uh, i don't know if we have time today but i'll at least pose the question do you think humans are built such that we need that we need purpose and meaning and do you think that we, this is a separate question, but I've been thinking a lot about, do we need something to worship something bigger than ourselves? Well, okay. What is worship? You know, what, what is that? What is, how do you define worship? Right. Cause worship purpose. I mean, I, I was raised, um, I went to church as a kid and my grandmother is very religious and her her religion gives her a purpose you know it, it 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 i think they go hand in hand because she is so set in meeting my grandfather when she passes um you know mm -hmm. and she, she strives herself to be a good person um to to do well because she wants to maintain her um you know standing in her beliefs and that you know, she's never without um, a positive attitude and it gives her a reason to move forward in life. Um, you strip that away. People find their own purpose and yeah. that can be good, but it also can be devastating. Like we've basically, have, you know, broke it down. So I think we're animals. Human beings are animals, right? We, we have instincts. We have um needs that are we don't that was our purpose for a long time pretty much all of human civilization our purpose were very similar to all animals right uh make sure we get food procreate survive that's it right that was what our purpose was that's what all animals what other animal um other than human beings has uh, has branched away from that is there is there any, can you name another animal that doesn't just focus on those three things, surviving, eating food, which, you know, hand in hand, but not getting eaten. I kind of, you know, surviving, um, but then procreating, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. We don't necessarily do that anymore. We are looking into the stars. We're focused on gender. We're building um, things, right? I mean, we build stuff. We, we have other purposes, right? So do you, well, 
Well, the animals, you're making me think. I, I, I love talking about this stuff. Sure. Some primates have, I would say, they have a purpose beyond just um, reproduction and eating and because you see these close familial bonds. Okay. However, you could argue that's just a part, that's also just a part of survival because you want your offspring to survive. Survivability, yep. Um, but do you think, I, sometimes when I try to think about I'm a person who I became gripped after I left social justice. I became gripped with the question of, do we have souls or not? I was, I was really like, I, I couldn't stop thinking about this and I didn't know I hadn't grappled with it in so long. Cause my brain was full of all the words I can't say like spirit animal. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then yeah. when I get to this place of thinking about something that was a lot more meaningful to me and the way I see it, like if an animal, if an animal kills, we don't consider that evil. Because an animal doesn't have consciousness, right. we separate it. For me, that, that seems we to know be, of. That right. we know of. How could we ever know? Right. Right. We claim that we. Oh well, they don't. But it's like, how the? How do we know that? I. I don't know what a bird thinks. What a cat. Thinks. <laughs> a yeah. cat certainly seems like the cat knows he's being an asshole sometimes, right? I, mean, I don't know. Like, do you uh, have cats? I have one cat. He's, <laughs> he's not an asshole. He's actually really cool, but. Um, you know, how are we supposed to know? Right. I mean, I, I can't get into a cat's mind or, or your dog's who I met. It was very nice. Um, I don't know what he's thinking, but yeah. he's thinking. Right. He's. Yeah. They're not stupid. Right. They're, they listen to you. They know you. You know, they they he loves you. I could tell, you know, by the way that he looks to you um, like, is this cool? You know, <laughs> is this guy cool. And you're like you know you didn't give him like the don't don't go near that guy and then he let me you know and then he was like he was cool with me petting him right and it's like i don't know it's it's interesting but like souls what is a soul right i mean that's a whole nother question it's like what is the big bang like what what happened before then or is it is the multiverse real i mean they're they're actually like i i stephen hawking is uh his last um Thing that he was working on was proving the multiverse and it's like if that is proven uh then what does that mean you know like yeah. is this one universe or is there a gajillion of them you know, right i mean uh with the james webb telescope they're being able to peer to the very beginning of of time as we know it which is like a whole i know i'm kind of like going all over the place but like when you yep. get into that conversation of like what is a soul like well a, if there is a soul that leaves your body afterwards well where's it going you know is there like another is it another dimension is it like i, I don't know i i just i love I this it, kind of talk too yeah don't give me yeah that. i think it's sort I'm of a, I, i'm down to talk about this so the way that i i can i think when a lot of times because i started looking up consciousness and mm -hmm. and you know scientists are trying to define what consciousness is and and right. this awareness of what is good and evil and i think it requires you to think first of all, that good and evil exist, that you can make a moral judgment. And some people don't believe that you can do that. So that that makes conversation about this topic just almost impossible, True. I think, with some people, because it's like, well, good and evil doesn't exist and everything's, they almost function in the world like animals or predators. Well, and, like and Good and evil yeah. for this person might be completely different than what good and evil to this person is, right? I mean, yeah. we're all so drastically different. I mean, China, they eat dogs, right? I was like, I couldn't think about eating dogs. I mean, I don't eat meat anyway, but if I did it, yeah, I I never ate dogs. Um, I never will eat dogs, right? Um, 
but right. I love I loved lobster. Uh, but is there do they someone somewhere they keep lobsters at, as pets and they're like would be appalled of seeing someone eat a lobster? I don't know, right? So um, do do you have a belief system that you know of, or do you do you consider yourself someone with a system of beliefs like? What does that mean? A belief system, right? I mean, do you believe in certain? I, I am always yeah. questioning everything. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what happens after I die because I'm not dead. I'm alive. And you know what? Whatever happens after I die, I will find out. But I'm alive right now, and I am using my time as being alive as best I can. And I love my life, and I want that for everyone, whatever their belief system is, mm -hmm. because. That's all I know I have. I know for a fact that I'm alive. I am. I'm alive right now. I'm, we're talking. Um, and hopefully I wake up tomorrow. Right. I mean, and if I do, I'm going to spend that day being happy that I'm alive. And I, I'm in my house. I, I'm I have an amazing wife. I'm, we're planning on having kids. You know, and I, I, I just want to. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. I can't I can't wait to be a dad. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a logic based human being. That's how, I, that's how I see it. Like what my belief system is, is ever changing. Mm. You know, it's like the scientific method. I you know I, when new information presents itself, I adjust accordingly because what else can I do? Right. Everything else is just what people believe. And what I believe is what I see. You know, I know I love my wife. I don't, I can't tell you what love is. I can't show it to you. It's a feeling that I have when I'm around her, but it's real. And a uh, behavior. So that's a belief system. You know, I believe in the love that I feel for my wife. Mm -hmm. um, but what do I believe as far as a higher power? I have no idea. I, I, you... I, I love the sun. The sun. Every, <laughs> every single thing on this planet gets its energy from that sun. Everything. Every single thing. That sun that we have in our little solar system it's tiny it's a tiny little sun but we all get our energy from it it feeds the plants animals eat the the, the plants animals eat the animals and it's all for sunlight you know and it's like so i i love the sun like ancient pagans worship the sun and rightly so because that's where all the energy comes from like you everything you eat life. comes from the sun you know it's life have you so do you think then that it sounds like you may not, and I'm still figuring out this question for myself. You may not think that people need humans need a belief system. Um, because I, and the reason I'm, I'm not framing this question, right. Um, hmm. I look back at social justice and why it's become so popular is sort of the way I look at it is I think it, I think it's because maybe we need some sort of system of belief and that's so a really poor facsimile of one that people are adopting. I think some people do. We're so drastically different. Um, I don't know who said it. It was some Buddhist thing. Um, I, I was watching this show on religion, and they were talking about Buddhism. And I, maybe it was the Dalai Lama. Or s someone said it um, that humans like there's there really shouldn't be one religion. Um, there needs to, how many people on this planet and you know 7 billion oh there should be 7 billion religions it's like wow like well why because they're all so drastically different we have different needs um you know my belief system might freak some people out because some people might be deathly afraid 
of what happens after they die that they don't even live their lives. You know, where if they know, oh, well, I'm going to I need to live a good, fulfilling life so that when I do die, I will be whatever insert whatever belief system ha happens after you die. So then therefore their life that they're living is better for it. Some people need that. Maybe not for everyone who knows, right? Cause we're all so drastically different, but we do agree on, if you look at anyway, in the Western world and, and, and you look at our system of laws, mm -hmm. we seem to, at least at one point we, there was a consensus that we believe in individualism we believe in not hurting others that that's wrong if you steal from someone or if you hurt them if you physically harm them that that's wrong mm -hmm. so we've come together on some of these basic beliefs yeah where does that come from is it just a from observing nature and, and saying well i'm observing that like where does that belief that that is a wrong thing come from i guess this gets back to my question about animals so I don't mm -hmm. think animals have that same sort of, it is a wrong thing for me to take down this other animal. Well, I mean, the food that exists is, is open game for any animal until it's eaten. Mm -hmm. And it's in their belly. And then, I mean, that you know what I mean? Like, that's the re raw reality of nature. You know, like there could be a, uh, say, a, a squirrel that a hawk kills, right? And until that, that squirrel is eaten by that hawk, it's still open game for the falcon to eat if it is able to get it away from the hawk. I mean, you know, just random example. Um, yeah. Um, so, but once, if the hawk eats the squirrel, then the hawk has won against the falcon, right? Yeah. So, Someone if, I, so if I got a burger right and you took my burger and ate my burger i would be upset but if you ate it then like well what <laughs> i'd be annoyed because i bought a burger and you ate it um it's like i don't know it's 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 an interesting but is it wrong yeah well i don't i'm not expecting answers this is something i think about a lot so yeah, i'm yeah. still trying to figure out what i think about things so if if one last question for you about, I guess, like waking people up. Yeah, yeah. If it's not a, if it's not a matter of them, uh, I guess, coming to see some of the internal contradictions of social justice, for example, and how it's the opposite of what it claims to be. You mentioned something about when people get everything taken away from them, then you're really faced with now my purpose has changed. It's about survival or what have you. Do yeah. you think that things have to get really bad in this country, maybe economically or for, for a lot of people to wake up? It's a circle, right? I mean, good times create weak men, create hard times, create strong men, create good times. Mm -hmm. create, I mean, it's we are in the time of weak men and like humans are weak in the West. We did it to ourselves. We we are pampering ourselves into uh obscurity like it's just you know i i love my house i've just bought it and i i live on a well i live next to a river that has lots of fish in it um i have a greenhouse i have a root cellar and i'm gonna be prepping to i could live off my property 
and uh, if I need to, right? And I want to learn how to homestead, and I'm going to do it. I want to gain that knowledge. I kind of know a lot about it um, already, so I kind of am ready for it. But people don't know how to grow their own food. If yeah. the supply lines died, what are you going to do? What, what, what will people do? There's going to be a lot of starving. I mean, millions of people died because of communism. We People like reference it but they don't they don't prep for it right yeah. they're still like yeah man that sucks i mean okay well that was because of a very uh, uh rulers that changed the whole system and the dynamic but like that could happen at any time and that might not even be the reason it happens like if the supply lines did fail like if things happened where everything dried up what would people do they would starve they would eat each other i mean it actually happened where they were um, in the, is it the Bolshevik Revolution? Um, in the I, I, in the USSR in like the early 30, 20s or 30s. I don't remember exactly what happened. But, and um, you're talking about the Holodomor. What yes. Also, were they, the yeah. Ukrainians. Yeah. The, they I think took people. The grain, they took all of the grain and the farmers had none to even plant the next year. People were selling body parts. And eating human beings because that was the only option. And it's like, you never know how far you will go to survive until you're in that situation. And these people, these social justice warriors, they have absolutely no idea how to farm and live off the land. I mean, hey, maybe some of you do. Cool. Good. Right. But I'm betting the most part. And guess what? It's not just the social justice warriors. I'm not trying to, like, attack that group. Um I feel like it's most of society nowadays because yeah. I mean, I don't know how to live off the land. I want to learn how to live off the land. And I'm actually making a point to be able to do that just in case, because I want to be able to, I, I'm looking forward to being a dad. One of my main things that's changed in my life. My purpose was keeping myself comfortable. I'm not afraid to, or ashamed to admit that that's what my life was. That's what society has done. Hey, be comfortable. You know, mm -hmm. do you get this comfort, get this product that's going to make you more comfortable, make life easier for you. Right. Um, I want to make my kids comfortable. Right. And I don't trust the world to uh, continue as it is. I would love for it to continue it as it is. And and maybe the world to get along and be uh, harmonious and and move together and start exploring the stars maybe you know like the the peachy future but i don't know and i can't guarantee that but i do want kids and i want to make sure that they're as uh ready for the world and and that's my that's my purpose now yeah i love that i was gonna ask you i was gonna close by asking you what is your purpose have have you thought about it and it sounds like you have <laughs> my future so, children is my purpose yeah so uh I don't want to keep you too long just to close out. Can you share uh, any bit of advice for people or any, anything positive to keep in mind during these chaotic times, especially with what's going on in world news right now? The one of my favorite pieces of advice, someone asked me if you were to tell someone one thing, what would you tell them? Um, I, I would say, I always say this, uh, being a victim happens, but never choose to remain a victim. Because being a victim happens and it, it, it's gone. Once, once you're a victim of something, that's it. It's, it's a one-time thing. 
right? It's, oh, I got robbed. Well, you were a victim of being robbed that night. But if you're still like being like talking about being robbed like a year later, you know, you're keeping yourself the victim. Never stay the victim. Um, be a victor, right? There's that that phrase, I'm a victor, not a victim. It's it's choosing it, those people are choosing not to stay a victim, never stay a victim. That's really part important. of the I love that. And that that gets right back to the root of, I, again, I think one of the things wrong with social justice ideology is that it it encourages people to build their identity around victimhood. It's your your who you are and how you define uh, yourself uh, is built around that. And that's, how how that's terrible that's it's terrible. So bad for your it's self holding image. You back. It's holding. It's you don't have confidence. You, you know, I, confidence is so attractive in a human being, right? And it's like being a victim is looking for ways to not be confident. Like to you, you can't be confident if you think that other pe it's other people's fault instead of being accountable for your own actions and learning how to beat yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's that's people don't even want to do that they're late they get lazy and uh i mean uh, man this this conversation could have spiraled in many different ways about a lot of things but that's like the nature of life too um there's so many different facets of of the problem and the answer right i mean they, there's no simple answer to anything well i definitely want to talk to you again so sure. <laughs> I have some follow-up things I want to talk to you about, but um, I appreciate you coming here today on yeah. the new channel and telling Thank people you about me. your story. Can you just remind people where they can find you online? Sure, sure. Uh, I have a daily show on YouTube, uh, soon to be dual streaming on Rumble as well, just in case YouTube cuts me off because they, they might, but that's okay. It's called The Krigler Show. I go live 6.30 Monday through Friday. Uh, Eastern time. And I just talk about daily stuff. Uh, Mondays, I have uh, my good buddy Darth Call and Floodzilla join me. We call it Base Staff Mondays. And um, it's just a lot of fun. Um, I have different guests from all walks of life join me from scientists to politicians to other YouTubers, just all sorts of things. I love having conversations. Come check me out over there. I also have a coffee company that you can check out. It's the freshest coffee that you can actually order. You can't get anything fresher. It's roasted after you order it. So we have a roasted on date sticker on the coffee instead of a Best Buy. It's KrigglerCoffee.com. Um, it's really good. Adam Krigler. I'm so sorry I mispronounced your name. Oh, that's okay. earlier. No, Krigler. no, that's fine. No worries. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is it called Krigler Coffee? No, what's it really called? Krigler Coffee. Oh, it is? Oh, good. Yeah. I like alliteration. So yeah. that's good. Um, thank you guys for joining us today. Again, people are asking in the chat. Yeah, there's no super chats here yet because this channel is so new. Um, but we do have a subscribe star and a Patreon set up now if you want to support the show. I got to get you on my us. show and uh, maybe we I would can love get to sub subscribers up and uh, help you get those hours because cool. you need like yeah. 10,000 hours or something. to get Yeah, 4,000 now. Is they got to change it. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, but yeah, I appreciate I you guys being in chat. I'm sorry we didn't do super chats today, but we'll, we'll have that at some point in the future. And um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Adam. My pleasure. Thanks, okay. Guys.